Hello and welcome to this week's The Two Pinter with myself, Gaz. And me, Jonah. And together we argue about sport on a daily basis. We've been arguing about sport for probably 10, 12 years now. Uh, and the reason why we call ourselves The Two Pinter is because often uh, we would bet on the sporting outcomes that we thought were going to happen and hence the, the bets were always two pints. We are now available on uh, iTunes and any other place where you get your podcast so please uh, subscribe to uh, the two pinter and if you could leave some five star reviews that would be wonderful um four stars would take as well to be fair um but yes that'd be great thank you very much and so john there's uh, there's only one place to start really this weekend and that was with the football um and that was the, the derbies what were your thoughts on an arsenal uh overcoming spurs and uh, do you think arsenal are the uh are the better london north london side now Hey, tell you what, Gareth, I'll come back to your question for you first, and then, then I'll answer yours. Uh, do, you remember, do you remember last week's podcast where we were previewing these games, and I, I said to you, uh, so Gareth, which do you think will be the highlight of the, the three derbies on uh, on the Sunday? And uh, I, I predicted it would be the Arsenal Spurs as the mighty North London clash, and, uh, and you said it was, uh, was going to be Liverpool-Everton. Uh, how do you think we made out in those predictions, Gareth? Well, for me, the highlight of the weekend was Liverpool-Everton. I thought it was tremendous. Um, now I can see why people disagree with that, particularly Evertonians. Um, but yeah, okay, your your game had the more goals and uh, a few few uh, controversial moments. Um, so yeah, your game possibly edged it. Six goals to one is, is, is a fair fair whack, really, isn't it? If that had happened in the actual game, you'd say that was a, a trouncing. Yeah, but you didn't have like a last minute goal come off the crossbar. The the goalkeeper failed to clear it and. The away fans had already set off flares celebrating the draw. And you have the euphoria that was around the game when the, when the 96th minute and you see Klopp running along the pitch and jumping into uh, Alisson's arms. That, that was yeah. tremendous. You, you had a nice ending, but, you know, we, we, this game did have three league changes. Uh, you know, players were up and at each other all game. We didn't have a, a clown of a manager who, who should be getting more than a fucking 8,000 pound fine on him. Um but uh, so you had a nice ending, but uh, overall the uh, North London was tremendous. And uh, yeah, I think I think Arsenal. Uh, I mean, we talked a little bit about whether they'd have a go at top four. Um, I think they're very much in the shout now. I think uh, I think three and four are open really. Um, that was an Arsenal team we've not seen for. Christ, I'm trying to remember a team that had that sort of much fight and were up for a game like that. It's been it's been some time. Um, maybe back to the uh, the good old Vieira days. Uh, yeah, no, just from the off, they were pressing all over. They had intensity. They were creating chances, and they went ahead deservedly. And then, then they let Spurs back into it stupidly, and you thought, okay, same old Arsenal. Here we go. They're gonna have a big game. They're gonna look good, and they'll not even look good. But this time, they look good, and then throw it away. Uh, but no, they, they were up for it. They were scrappy when you know Dyer scored and did a silly celebration. They got on his case, which I loved. Um, and yeah, you know, even even Ramsey, who I'm not, not the biggest fan. I know as a Welsh boy, you like him, and I know he's probably going off at the end of the season for free, which does seem a bit short-sighted from Arsenal. But even he, when he's on the subs bench, is, is getting into Dyer's face, which you got to love. Um, well, arguably, the game changed on the introduction of, uh, of that very Welshman. He did play very well. I think um, I think Emery's found probably a better position for him in the sort of tucking behind the, the two strikers and sort of more advanced role, whereas Wenger was playing was. As one of your deeper two, and he, he hasn't got any defensive positional sense for me, Ramsey. One thing he can do is go forward with the ball. 
Um, but yeah, he was he was he was very good when he came on. I, I thought Torreira was was man and match day. He was he was the heart of everything. Great, and he's he's been an inspired signing that Arsenal needed for what yeah about eight seasons or whatever it might may be. Um, he was great. Um, but the goal yeah. as well, like the, the Abangian second goal, wow. Um, and just yeah, a team that team that wanted to to go after it, wanted to get after Spurs, and I think had a, a bit shell shocked at times and. And yeah, I mean he's um, you know I'm an, an Ozil fan, but he he said he's, he's even put him on the bench and well supposedly injured, but I wonder if there's more to that than meets the eye. But yeah, he's um, he's not doesn't really seem to have any care about past reputations. Emery just picking who he wants to pick, and you know he makes decisive changes, bringing Ramsey and Lacazette on for for a while. Being Mkhitaryan, I didn't think he played badly even. I thought both had done the job quite well, but he, he makes a decisive change and. Um, yeah, it looks, looks like a new day at Arsenal. Uh, I hope I mean, long, long may it continue. You've got to caveat a little bit, though, because this was, you know, it was Arsenal's cup final, wasn't it? Playing their, playing their fierce rivals at uh, home. It was a big game for, for the Arsenal with Spurs. It was a, a third, third biggest game in the week, was it? A couple of Champions League games. Game away to, uh, game over to Chelsea. Um, you know, Arsenal are, are doing well, but then, you know, they're not really going to challenge uh, Spurs in the long run, are they? It was just a nice day for the cup final for Arsenal and, and well done, they won their cup final. Not going to challenge Spurs alone. What, what are you talking about? Arsenal, uh, I'm to say, a better squad now, whereas Spurs are still trying to build a stadium. Uh, yeah, just, you know, they've had a nice core of, of English talent, but they're not building anywhere near. They're not prepared to pay any more wages. They, if this experiment doesn't get better soon, their, their best players will be off and they'll be back to the usual Spurs status. So, cup final. My ass, Gareth. Um, no, I think uh, I, your point is taken, though, that uh, it was a, a big game for Arsenal. I definitely were up for it. But, you know, Arsenal had to go all the way to Ukraine on the Thursday. Was, you know, Spurs well, Arsenal reserves went to Ukraine. Like I said, still, 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 still a big game for Arsenal this week. Still, uh, still, still the team having a game out there. Still all the, plenty of staff and players have to fly over. It's uh, not a quick trip getting over to Ukraine on Thursday back for a big Sunday game. And... Um, yeah, we just just carried on. Uh, Spurs can can have their little one 0 win over over Inter if they like. Uh, we'll, we'll see if they can sweep through the qualifier. But uh, yeah, I think uh, Spurs are a club in some sort of weird transition at the minute where they seem stable but they haven't got a home and quite a stable squad but don't want to invest more money on players and I'm not sure about signing their players to long term contracts. Mm-hmm. Arsenal, well. Uh, yeah, they're in transition too, but they seem to be uh, made some some decent substitutions and two substitutions try, signing sorry, and um, Emery seems to have an idea what he wants to do, and we shall see. But uh, yeah, I think uh, I think the two of them and Chelsea will be a very interesting race for the uh, to round out the top four after you and City. Uh, yeah. Which brings us brings us neatly to your boys. Uh, well, what did you think of uh, your efforts on uh, on Sunday afternoon? Uh, sensational, sensational, great, greatest, greatest way to win a derby. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we we were. Um, it, was, it was a really good game first half. Um, yeah, Everton had a couple of chances, and, and I sound patronising, but Everton did play quite well. Um, I really like uh, Gomez. They've got in the middle of the middle of the field. Reminds me of a uh, younger Javi Alonso. Um, but no, they, yeah, they want to want to sign him up soon, don't they? Uh, going yeah. if they can uh, <laughs> if they can get him signed up, or don't think they've got an option to buy, so they might want to try and get a bid in soon and. Yeah, see if uh, Barca will, will set up on a reasonably cheap fee. Yeah, he looks he looks a talented player. Um, he just he's just giving the ball in whatever type of situation they were, and he just keep the ball and then spread it out wide, and um, just just a very intelligent player. I mean, he's not very good inside the six-yard box when the uh, when there's no keeper, and um, he still can't score from there. But apart from that, he uh, he was very good. Um, 
But yeah, it's the second half. To be fair, the atmosphere had died a bit, and um, Everton sat oh, in you a bit. Were and, you were there, of course, weren't you? I was there. Yeah, Everton sat in a bit, and the um, yes, it was only only possibly going to be us that scored, but um, believing them, we weren't really bombarding their goal. Um, so yeah, very frustrating. And then uh, then yes, yeah, when the injury died, um, they there was a first, there was a bit of a kick off between. Uh, Gomez for us and uh, and Carlson right in front of the uh, Everton fans and uh, they started throwing stuff on the pitch so you know, they got a lot of boos from from the uh, from the Anfield faithful for, for their reaction and then they started singing um, very nice songs about murderers and stuff so the atmosphere suddenly uh, turned poisonous um, and then they threw the flare on uh, onto the pitch just as I don't even know what was it um, Mina that they headed the ball away. Uh, from the from the cross, and they threw their flare on the pitch to celebrate their famous nil nil. Uh, only for uh, Jordan Pickford to have any other ideas and and uh, try and keep the ball in in play. You know, see what he's doing. Wanted to wanted to make an exciting game. Fair enough. Uh, but Divock Origi already missed the sitter a couple of moments before, but instantly became a became a uh, an Anfield hero. And, and yeah, there's a lot of Merry Christmas Everton songs. Uh, going round after the game and yeah just brilliant brilliant uh, back from the dead Origi I thought um, yeah I thought he'd, he'd passed on to another life uh, yeah you know, uh, he's well, back in your he, squad he, he, he was warming up at half time and uh, he's got these dreadlocks and stuff and it, it, he was warming up with uh, with Kate and I'm thinking he was out of the dreadlocks I couldn't work out at all trying to wrap my brain and then it, eventually it clicked on that he was it was a divox um, and yeah, similar. I know he sort of made a, a wild appearance the other week, but I just forgot all about him. I really. didn't think uh, think he was getting our our, uh, our squad for for a derby game, but um, but yeah, very glad he did. <laughs> well, if Pickford hadn't intervened and decided to throw it back, you know, Divock would have carried on with his reputation as a bit of a failure after hitting the post from where well, yeah, was it two yards out? Yeah, <laughs> he would have, uh, but. <laughs> Pickford helped him out and uh, Divock's now instantly uh, yeah Anfield hero um, anyway, it was a game of missed chances I thought really though I thought Everton could have very easily been 2 and up inside of that 10 with uh, the Mina and Mina header that he, I don't know what he was doing and then Gomez had, had another chance but then you had Mar- Marne missed a couple of pretty routine chances he's still gone off the board a bit um, I mean yeah I was about to say this is one of the more most entertaining nil-nils I've ever seen when disaster struck and a uh, Pickford played uh, did his own version of volleyball. Um, <laughs> Those short arms he's got. Liverpool fans uh, give him uh, a lot of stick for his short arms and approved it on uh, on, uh, on Saturday. Uh, poor lad. But England's number one, though, eh? So, you know, he's far for us if he, if he wants to, uh, you know, keep his uh, mistakes to Everton and just Everton, that, that'll be fine. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, um, still, this, uh, this long wait for the Liverpool to Clicking to gear and start firing well. I thought your boy Bobby S, Mr. Firmino, was, was carrying on his very average form this season. Firmino's uh, yeah, not been great, to be fair. There was quite a few of the front lads haven't been great, but compared to last season, it wasn't until around Christmas time, as I said, said before, it's like Christmas time and uh, going into the new year that suddenly things clicked and uh, were unstoppable. So, um, but on the flip side of the coin, though, we're two points behind City, and City is apparently playing, blowing the teams away each week and playing sensational football. And um, yeah, we're still still very much on their shoulder, breathing down their necks. Um, so yeah, it'd be, be interesting. 
Yeah, interesting to see how long we can keep this this uh, rubbish performance and uh, good results up. Well, but, um, well, five five points, Gareth, after uh, last night's game, and I know you're uh, you're obviously assuming a win away at Burnley seems seems quite bold of you. Um, yeah, it is bold. You're quite right. Um, we've uh, I think we've lost there before. Um, oh, last last season I think we did one two one. Uh, but yeah, well, I think we'll beat Burnley tonight. That'd be true. My probably my two most two most hated teams in the league. So uh, yeah, um, you could you could you could throw a bomb at that stadium tonight. You wouldn't lose too much, would you? Um, but uh, being a big Arsenal fan, I can see why you why you hate Burnley so much. Uh, as, as the world knows, Gareth, I'm a, I'm a huge Blackburn Rovers fan, and uh, <laughs> yeah, also a, a strong uh, anti Liverpool supporter. Uh, but yeah, I'm. I'm Still not convinced by you. Still, still think this uh, midfield you spent so much on. Uh, Kate, you can't even get in your team. Uh, Fabinho, he's all right. Uh, to be fair, I've, I've not been Fabinho's biggest fan for what I've seen so far, but he, he was he was a bit better on, on Sunday in part. Um, did stick his foot in uh, a couple of times and broke the play up. Um, but yeah, they've not they've not blown the league away yet, but there's still time. I mean, you're soon enough you're going to be out of the Champions League, aren't you? So you can probably concentrate on the league when, uh, you know, Carlo and his boys come to Anfield and play out a lovely nil-nil. Uh, yeah, I mean, King Carlo, he, he likes to win Champions League, you know, by uh, by the handful. He's got three, whereas Klopp just likes to lose in finals, doesn't he? Yeah, I mean, it's good that he gets there. Uh, that's the next hurdle for him, isn't it? Changing those losses into wins. So. I don't know if he's getting this year. Like, if you go out in the first round, you're probably not getting to the final, are you? Uh, well, you, you mean we can't beat Napoli? You tell me it's not impossible, but uh, I think they're going to kind of look to do a job on you. And uh, with with you not having clicked into gear, as we keep discussing, uh, why to assume you, you're going to beat them? You uh, you weren't great against PSG. Uh, you weren't well, great against Everton. You haven't really been great against anyone this season. No, true. Uh, PSG at home, we we yeah, they win, but, um, and then the final against the other opponents, CSK for um, the Champions League home game. But yeah, it's the, it's the away Champions League. Performances that have been great, but at home we've been uh, been pretty good. Um, so uh, so yeah, I, I'm I'm still fairly confident about an athlete game. Are you offended? Uh, no, I'm not. No. Uh, yeah. Yeah, my next game is uh, Arsenal on uh, day before New Year's Eve. Ah, good game. Yeah, looking forward to that. Looking forward to that. Um, that's. Uh, well, yeah, kind of the big games this the week. I mean, United again uh, didn't look great today. Come on, they seem to have some some fight in them, like come back in games. But yeah, Southampton team in without manager is probably probably not the big one you want to come back to. Is it? <laughs> team you want to have to come drag yourself yeah, back from two 0 to two two all. Although they did have the manager at the time, um, probably got sacked for uh, for not oh, beating United. Uh, but um, but yeah, now, isn't it? yeah, it's great that uh, United are struggling. It's what we all want to see. Um, but yeah, other than that, I think there wasn't any other big shocks of results around the weekend. Yeah, we haven't mentioned the third derby that we previewed last week, the uh, Chelsea v Fulham game. Um, yeah, I didn't see that one. It's the same sort of goal. It just seems pretty routine for Chelsea. Uh, yeah, so if the flat track really uh, labelled on gamblers enough, I think we'll stick with that for a while until, uh, well, perhaps until this weekend when they have to uh, play the mighty Man City. Interesting. Interesting. Um, yeah, I think obviously City are still playing well and still look unstoppable. But um, do you fancy Chelsea win? I mean, it's at the bridge, uh, but no. <laughs> um, I think 
could they sneak a draw? Oh, I think they probably could, but then you, yeah, City just, you know, the best player probably has been out for all but 10 minutes of the season and mm. they keep rolling. They, you know, they won again last night with, with Sterling on the bench and Aguero on the bench. So just, Aguero wasn't even there yesterday. He was, uh, yeah. He was on the bench even. I thought he, was, uh, thought he just didn't come on. Hey, he wasn't even there. Uh, um, yeah, yeah just, uh, they've got strength in depth. Um, but yeah, that's it. Chelsea, Chelsea got to be up for it, haven't they? This is a Chelsea's big chance to get back into uh, back in touch. Well, what are they now? Six points behind City? No, maybe it's not as much as that four, is it? Uh, no, we'll, we'll be, uh, no, they won last night, didn't they? So, yeah, I think they'll... I mean, they've got the they've got the midfielders and play play a bit of football, and you know, if they, if they can get Jorginho going and can they can get amongst City, then then they won't necessarily lose that battle. Although the third one, I think they'll play Barkley or Loftus Cheek ahead of that cover stretch. Oh, I'm not a bit of a shame Loftus hasn't really got more of a chance this year. I think he I think he's class, but uh, yeah, yeah if, they, if Jorginho can set a bit of a tempo and they can control a bit of ball, but. Um, yeah, they could also, you know, do what Spurs did and try and starve them in possession and see what else uh, they can do. And, and I guess then they'll be hoping for Hazard to come alive. Um, yeah, it's just a lot of uh, if someone plays well, if it is, City just always do play well and do have a, a clear system and do have oh any number of players that they can play. Like, yeah, in, you know, play Sane and Sterling, you play Mares, you play the Silver Boys, it just, yeah, keeps rolling, keeps going. Aguero, uh, Scoring the goals, up. yeah, they're just very good, aren't they? Um, yeah, so, I reckon, I reckon City will probably probably nick it really, like a two-one-ish. Um, I'll go for. Um, can I believe it? I'm gonna hope for a, for a Chelsea one-nil. Um, more than uh, more than particularly believe that they're gonna win one-nil. Um, it's ten points by the way. Uh, they're behind City going into tonight. They've got the game in hand tonight, but yeah, they're ten points behind at the minute. So. If it's, uh, well, let's assume they get Wolves tonight. Not no easy game, but they're seven points behind. If, uh, if City can extend out to 10 again, then yeah, that looks, that's some, uh, managed time for Chelsea the rest of the season. I suppose that's, that's the point though, isn't it? It's Chelsea's big game. Um, Chelsea need to win. Otherwise, it's just goodbye to, to any sort of, uh, any sort of title. Um, City just need to, just need to not to lose, I suppose. Yeah, I just, um, I think if I'm City, I'll smell a bit of blood in the water and, and go get them, really. Um, but it's half five on Saturday, uh, the big one of the weekend. Of, yeah, there's not much for Super Sunday. as uh, Newcastle taking on Wolves, I think it is. Um, yeah, no, yeah, Newcastle at home to Wolves. Uh, not the greatest weekend of football. Uh close coming up, but uh, that'll, that'll be the big one. Yeah. Well, going back to, uh, to last weekend, um, the other thing that we discussed on the uh, previous pod was the Fury fight, uh, Fury Wilder, um, bit of a cracker, wasn't it? Uh, unexpected, uh, great fight, great drama. Um, yeah, just uh, yeah, robbery for me. Um, you know, as I said last week, I've not been Fury's biggest fan, but I think, uh, and I'll, I expected looking looking back at boxing history, the the record of people who were out that long isn't pretty, but. He looked as good as he did in the Klitschko fight. Well, probably better, really, because he probably threw more and, and wilder seen game. Um, and so quick, yeah. isn't he? So quick on his feet and uh, ducking and diving. And then, like they say about Peter Crouch, he's uh, he's got good feet for a big man. <laughs> 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 so, isn't it? 
Tyson Crouch. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and obviously the um, the highlight of all that being is um, is Rice and the dead because I, I thought he might have been killed with that punch in the twelfth for the double punch from Wilder. He gets hit with a big and round sort of on the side of the head again, and then gets caught with left on the way down. Mm. And and you know. Um, I was watching some dodgy stream of it, and you, I was—I think it was Russian commentary by that point—and they were like, "Knockout!" Uh, and I thought, "Yeah, he's gone." But then he did his. Uh, well, you've probably seen the uh, the memes and the videos going around of, uh, of him doing his Undertaker like comeback. Or I saw a nice one from uh, a nice parody of it from Snatch today you sent me. Um, yeah, how yeah, uh, um, he got up from that. And, uh, and then, and then didn't, didn't just get up and run. He, he, he threw some punches back and frustrated yeah. Wilder. And Wilder looked looked dead. Really, look. I mean, he'd, he'd obviously put a lot into the fight. He thrown a lot of punches and didn't go anywhere. Um, but he, he, you know, he's usually one of the the bigger killers in the sport when he gets a chance. And he he puts fury on his ass twice and, and can't follow it up. Really. Um, I mean, the, the, first, the first one was a, was arguably an illegal punch, wasn't it? It's the back of the head. I don't think it was too bad. I don't think it was that far in the back, really. But he, he kind of ducks down. Into, I don't think that was that bad, really. But uh, I can see the argument. I think it'd be nice because that was a knockdown. Um, but yeah, I, I thought. Um, and I don't know, just on the side, I noticed you called him uh, uh, Tyson Crouch rather than Peter Fury, um, which made me smile. Um, <laughs> yeah, we don't want to get into their uh, dodgy tra- trainer split, <laughs> but uh, well, the young the young trainer seems to have uh, crafted. Uh, a master game plan there, and he's very well, isn't he? He's, I think, he's thirty. I think he's younger. He's about just older and furious. I think he's thirty-two. I think he's. I think he's in the. I think he's mid-twenties. I think he's. Um, is he even yeah, yeah. He's twenty-four, twenty-five. I think. Um, yeah. And there was all the talk about whether he'd be experienced enough for a fight of this magnitude, and uh, and would he be able to? Yeah, you know, lead lead Fury into such a big battle, but. Uh, yeah, they did. They had a great game plan, and but you know, they were robbed, really. Um, yeah, so I mean, what, what, what do you think happens next then with the uh, the love triangle? If you throw uh, throw AJ in there, you know, assuming he's not going to keep running away, um, and he's going to come and face the music of one of these two. What what, what do you think uh, happens next? I think uh, AJ Wilder gets done now. I think Wilder realizes he's got, got away. Uh, with the bottom skin of his teeth, really. Uh, I mean, you know, if you knock some, generally, if you knock someone down twice in a fight, you've probably had a good go at him. But other than that, he really didn't do much. Um, well, arguably, he lost the the last round, except for the knockdown, or even with the knockdown. And it, I know some of the lots of uh, judges' cards have gone round, and lots of people's uh, opinions of how many rounds uh, Wilder actually won. Uh, arguably, he may have won only three. How they uh, that judge who gave him the first four rounds? I do not know what he was what he was smoking at that point, but um, it, it was something very very good. Uh, I think uh, a push you could maybe argue what I thought Wilder was decent in the fourth, um, but oh Christ, the first three did no um, not not a chance in uh, the world. Uh, but yeah, I think uh, I think Wilder now looks at it and thinks he's got away with it a bit. It's not an instant rematch clause, and they've. There seems to be talk that it might not be, and if Fury himself has said that uh, he doesn't think Wilder will fight him straight away, then then I wonder if uh, AJ, you know, Wilder thinks that's tough. I'll probably knock out AJ. He's uh, he's not going to be as awkward as uh, you know AJ's more conventional than Fury. Uh, he's not going to be as awkward. Maybe I can catch him. Um, so yeah, I would I would wonder. I would. That would be my prediction. Um, yeah. But uh, it depends on, the, obviously, the rematch clause. We don't know the legalities of it. And it doesn't sound like Fury did either, to be fair. We'll, uh, we'll let Frank Warren and his uh, boys and then 
does Shelley Fink on his crew get there and uh, we'll see if Eddie Hearn can try uh, and dive Eddie, in the middle and get involved. Eddie was flying out on Monday morning, wasn't he? So he's, uh, he's clearly uh, really worried about what was going to happen next. Um, or he's uh, sent an opportunity to get in there and, uh, and jump in and, uh, well, yeah, it's, 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 yeah, I suppose uh, he he has obviously, he's gambled with uh, not getting a wilder fight done and, and said, so I think he probably tried to bluff him and said, go on and go make a Go make a big fight, and they found Fury, and it turned out to be an absolute belt of a fight, and and he's lost on that. But maybe now he thinks, well, now he's trying to scramble, and if he can get Wilder in, and then he could have uh, if AJ beats him, then have Fury after that. He, he still have two big fights, so uh, there, there's there's plenty to be out here, and hopefully they just keep fighting each other for a couple of years. Uh, unfortunately for Mr. Dylan White, who uh, just will carry on being on the outside, <laughs> even though he's done everything else him to get a title shot. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, it's obviously great time. It's, it's an exciting time in the heavyweight division again after the the Klitsch coast dominated for years and there wasn't really much competition. Not because they weren't weren't great, especially for Vladimir, but just yeah, it's it's fun when you have got some rivalries. So we've got potential now for these three to, you know, the, maybe not uh, quite a Foreman Frazier Ali combination, but uh, yeah, back perhaps like the the Bow Holyfield Lewis's sort of time or yeah Tyson. Maybe a bit later, but yeah, past his prime. But hopefully, uh, these three can can do some fights themselves, and we'll see uh, see who comes out on top. Yeah, well, I, I don't know. What, well, I do know where your opinion lies. You probably still think AJ is number one, but I think uh, I think Fury's the, the dangerous man out of the three of them. Um, to I, the one on uh, yeah. to the one on Saturday, and I, I can't imagine Hearns running to uh, to Fury to uh, to make that fight. I think he probably wants to go wilder first. Yeah. No. Probably quite rightly, really. He can, he can have all four titles then, can't he? Um, and, and Fury. Yeah, not the linear title, is it? <laughs> it's not. It's not. Uh, that, that's been that's been lost before, hasn't it? When Lewis retired and stuff. So they 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 they, they, they like to hold up the linear as, as the be and end. All right, Tyson uh, did didn't ever get defeated, but uh, he did disappear for three years. But no, I must acknowledge that I didn't think he. Uh, I thought he was probably done. Uh, I thought yeah, three years away will catch up with him, and, and he hadn't had enough preparation, and he. He scored Wilder for large parts of it, and um, yeah, showed the uh, the boxing brain, which I thought was a bit overrated. It's completely there, and he and he, yeah, Wilder could Wilder was chasing thin air at times, and uh, yeah, right, he's got the equaliser, and it very nearly won in the fight, but um, but yeah, Fury's Fury's had a bit of a robbery there, and I'm, I'm not really sure anyone was watching who who thinks Wilder's won, uh, but yeah, so Joshua going unify the belts, then uh, let's have the. Uh, the Mac Betty and them all, the two of them at Wembley Stadium, Fury v Wilder, I will say, end of 2019, uh, September, October, November time. Um, yeah, it'd be, be superb. But I'm, yeah, I'm not sure what Fury does in the meantime. He seems he can float in and out of the sport and do what he wants, hopefully. Just keeps himself on the straight and narrow. I thought he, he's talked very well before and after the fight as well. He's, he seems to have calmed himself. And yeah, anyone who can um, come back from mental health problems and, and lose 10 stone of weight... Um, Hats off to him. Uh, I, I don't want to say he's he's a winner already in four years fight because he should have been a winner during the fight too. But he's doing well and he's uh, he's gone from being the man who we all uh, everyone hated the sports personality he was getting protests about him to um, so arguably so yeah. the uh, sports personality of the year possibly. Well, I won that Gareth. Uh, that's, uh, <laughs> that's coming up soon. I think before we record again, it will uh, be coming out to uh, to the masses. Um, yeah, just uh, just give you a rundown of the uh, the uh, the favourites we've got. Well, it's, 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 it's a bit of an interesting one this year because they're not bringing out the nominees beforehand, are they? They're going to announce the nominees at the start of the night. 
um, and then public vote. I suppose it's to get more people watching, but uh, public voting, and then a few wins at the end. Yeah, uh, it's a change of format. Um, and uh, yeah, your boy Tyson Fury's in, phoning in at four favourite at six to one. Um, but uh, your, your actual boy, or one of your many boys, uh, Geraint Thomas, is joint favourite Harry Kane at two to one each. Uh, Lewis Hamilton at seven to two after his uh, glorious uh, fifth world title. Fury six to one, Alistair Cook sixteen to one, which seems a bit of a career one really, rather than an actual achievement for his great cricket this year. Uh, Dean Rush is eighteen to one, then uh, Anthony Joshua out at thirty three to one with Jonathan Ray and Tommy Fleetwood. Uh, if you want to hold a shout, you can go down to uh, Dave Allen, the White Rhino at two hundred fifty to one. Uh, <laughs> What's Mark Williams? Uh, Mark Williams hundred to one. So if you want to have a yeah. little uh, little fifty feet each way, Gareth, you never know. <laughs> what, Mark Williams, Gareth, Thomas, one two. Yeah, get your mobilised the uh, Welsh vote, and you uh, you could be a quiz in. Well, Garrett just won the uh, the Welsh Sports personality uh, over the over the weekend. Is uh, that such a thing? Yeah, there is. Um, is it an S four C number? Is it? Do you, uh, do you have to listen <laughs> in and speak, speak the language to uh, win that one. Yeah, you, yeah, you, you win a sheep if you win. Um, <laughs> the big one, the big one. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, I think uh, I think G, as we like to call him, uh, is uh, it'd, be, it'd be a shame if he didn't if he didn't win the main one. He, he, if he, if you actually want a sports personality, he genuinely is a sports personality, liked by all the peloton and um, yeah, done uh, done sensational this year and yeah, I think he's he's more than more than deserving of it. Unless you're going to tell Harry Kane. I mean, uh, that's all lovely and uh, we haven't really talked about on this uh, on this pod yet as we haven't come past a big race it'd be in the winter months but we are both big uh, cycling fans and, and yeah, Geraint Thomas at the Tour de France I think is, is probably the the supreme sporting challenge in terms of what it takes physically and mentally. But at the same time, this is England. Uh, we went to the World Cup semi-final with Harry Kane having an awful tournament. We're still banging in six goals. Uh, Golden Boot winner, we don't get them very often so yeah, I haven't Geraint Thomas beat that. Uh if you want to break down Harry Kane's golden boot win, what was it? Three penalties, four penalties, one one hit him to go in. And, um, I think there's only one one pure clean strike of the ball anyway. Got, got me there to score them, Gareth. Got me there to score them. Uh, and score them, we will next uh, summer as we take out the Dutch, then the Portuguese in the Nations uh, League. Uh, as we uh, yeah, as we saw, we got the Dutch in the draw. Uh, I'd rather have Switzerland, to be honest. But, uh, yeah, Kane, he'll... Uh, yeah, even when not informed, just kept on scoring. Uh, I, I, yeah. I don't doubt that one day Kane would, will win it because I do think he's, if not there already, he's, uh, he's on his way to being world class. But uh, it'd be a travesty to give him, uh, was he even the best player in, on the England team? No, probably not, but he was a captain. He does very well. We seem to renew the outfit and he'd be scored goals even if, uh, you know, he's still got to put a penalty in. Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, I just uh, I, not necessarily. It's not a question of deserving necessarily, is it? It's a, a question of, of the public vote, and you, you, yeah, you think Thomas is, is just not that well known enough. I'd think even as an Olympian to to usurp uh, Harry Kane, but but yeah, um, but welcome to prove me wrong, and uh, we'll see if it's them two and uh, the White Rhino battling out top three. <laughs> um, yeah. and is there is it so we we'll look a little bit at weekend sport coming up? Is there any other any other sport that we need to uh, look at preview? 
Um, no, no, it's huge, but probably the big thing that the place came back after we've uh, had a little week off. Well, not a week off in the rugby, but uh, but Leicester got trounced by Bristol, so we'll ignore last week's rugby. Uh, but it's the return of the uh, the Champions Cup, the uh, the Heineken Cup, as it was formerly known or sort of still is known, and that's coming back this week. Which moving into the uh, quite often the pivotal third and fourth games when you have the back to back against the team. Uh, the Scarlets have got Ulster Friday night at home. You'd think that'd be a win. Uh, the other team in that group is uh, my Leicester Tigers going away to Racing 92, which will probably be a cricket score. Um, for Racing? Yeah. <laughs> yes, I, don't, I fear for uh, Leicester yeah, coming back alive, really. Um, and Saturday, yeah, there's a couple of couple of big games. Uh, Bath at home to Leinster. Just, yeah, probably the Irish uh, dominance of Europe continues. Um, but yeah, perhaps the, perhaps the tie of the weekend for me will be uh, Wasps hosting a, a resurgence to lose, who, Mm. They've just been off the scene for, for years. I mean, they were four-time champions and then, and yeah, now haven't qualified a few years. And suddenly they're back this year. They've uh, won some, some interesting games. They're doing much better in France in the top 14. And, uh, yeah, Wasp, uh, well, I fear for them. You know, I don't, yeah, Wasp are just a, a bit of a fragile side. And, um, well, yeah. The, the, the whole um, premiership is a bit funny this season, isn't it? Esther and um, Sarri's are playing 1-2 and then about 20 points behind them is, uh, is the rest of the pack, isn't it? In fact, your Leicester boys, are they in danger of going down, getting relegated? Uh, I hope not, but we're, uh, we're only struggling eighth position and 12th, uh, the bottom of the table is on, on, on 15 points. We're on 18 in uh, in eighth. So, yeah, the uh, I think it's the bottom six have got four points separating them, so anyone could go down at the minute. Uh, uh, Although, yeah, I, don't we, know, I don't know if you heard this week, but the... Uh, there's talk that there's um, all the elites of the uh, all the heads of of the different rugby teams are all meeting up uh, to discuss um, no more relegation this season. They're going to cut cut it off at the end of the season. Yeah, they always talk about this. Like this is the issue that I don't I, I don't I don't know what they they basically basically looking after themselves, aren't they? And, uh, yeah. They claim this is stops uh, development of young players and this and that. You have to make short term decisions, but. I think it just uh, I think it just what encourages uh, poorly run teams to stay being poorly run. Um, I think. Look, can you imagine even like in football in the Premier League, even had a discussion halfway through the season? Actually, we'll just scrap relegation this season. I think yeah, it's I mean, madness. Madness that they're talking about it. Generally, con- considering it halfway through the season, because one of the big boys, such as Leicester or whoever, may go down. Yeah, I just, I mean, it's 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 often uh, they bring it up every so often and, and talk about it like it's a way, but just yeah, run yourselves better financially. Don't spend beyond your means. Be better at producing your academy players. But you know, the top two Saracens and Exeter aren't all right. They've got money, and Saracens may break the salary cap, but they've both got a core of players they've produced and, and then they're all all signed. Well, Exeter so, came up from uh, from from nowhere, yeah, below from what five six years ago. Whereas yeah, Leicester can't sign a good player and want want protection for that. Just no, get rid of uh, Mr. Curry at the top, who, who doesn't seem to get good recruit, do recruitment. And yeah, the, the teams that it basically, I think as much as anything rewards teams who who don't plan well and yeah, failed in what they do. Um, so no, I don't love it, and uh, I don't think it's the answer to all our problems. But uh, but you know, we've got a couple of good teams, and uh, the North Saracens have got the might of the Cardiff Blues coming uh, to Allianz Park. That could be another <laughs> cricket score. Mm, unfortunately, probably. Uh, although, yeah, they uh, look a bit better this season, Cardiff. Don't they? Uh, they've sort of come back a bit for a few years in the doldrums themselves. Mm. But, uh, yeah, I fear 
happier for them in that. Uh, so, yeah, yeah, it'll be interesting to see how those games go and see how it all shakes out. The players are getting back into club form. Um, and then probably Kel Brooks, the other one this weekend, uh, returning to the ring. Yeah. Uh, as he continues his quest to try and get Amir Khan in a ring with him, that uh, took another hit this week as Amir is apparently going to go and fight Terence Crawford. Uh, which uh, I don't know what Khan's thinking there, but um, that will not end well for him. He's uh, just Max of Khan avoiding Brooks for quite a while now, doesn't it? I think it's been. Uh, I think. Well, I think. I think Khan has been right in times in saying that, he, or believing that he's probably the bigger name. Um, but I thought he's sort of run out of options a bit now, and I thought he finally come to the table and. He even went to uh, celebrity getting the alibi to get away from Kevin at one point. He did. He did. He went all the way to the jungle, uh, which actually helped him. But I thought they were finally going to get it on. It sounded like Herm was talking up and, you know, Khan came over to match room instead of both on the same promotion. It, it seemed there was no court. Uh, no more real obstacles. And I, yeah, but even Khan doesn't want it. He's that arrogant that he thinks the fight will always be there. And it probably will be to a degree. But, um, yeah, if he, if he goes and gets smacked around in America again, I just... Yeah, well, it's just getting getting a grim watching him get badly knocked out. Um, and well, yeah, you say that. I don't think it's particularly grim. I quite like watching him get knocked out. Yeah, I'm sure you do. I'm sure you do. But uh, yeah, it's just yeah. We all want to see the fight. It's you know, Terence Crawford is is one of the best in the world, but he's not one of the biggest names in the world. He fights most of his fights in Nebraska. You're not going to beat him, Carl. He's he's absolutely class. Um, get your big fight in in the UK. You can make that stadium. It pays with you. We'll all watch it. It'll be great fun. The build-up is great as you all uh, go at each other. Mm. Um, well, that's Fantasy Land we're talking here. And Kel Brook's actually fighting this weekend. Um, yeah. Oh, as I say, Kale about lost his cheek. Uh, not bad. He's actually scored, Gareth. There's a live sports update for you as we talk. Uh, one nil Chelsea against Wolves. Um, yeah, so they must have, must have been listening. Uh, well, Mr. So maybe, maybe you'll start on the weekend. and uh, make some problems oh. Oh, love it. Would love it. Um, but, uh, yeah, won't hold your breath. And also, Newcastle looks to have just gone up against uh, Everton. Um, oh, well, we don't like to see that, do we? Everton, uh, yeah. That, so. Poor Blues. Yeah, not not the best. Uh, so, yeah, Kel Brooks against Tafara. Uh, I imagine Kel will look quite handy and probably beat him. Uh, in a sort of mid-round stoppage. Mm. And then we'll uh, see if... Uh, I don't know if Khan attending this weekend. Are they going to get in the ring again? Or, uh, has, has Kel got in the ring at one of the end of his fights? Uh, well, we shall see. Yeah. Uh, I guess we can uh, catch a battle this next week. Yes, yeah, I think that's that's, uh, that's a wrap, as they like, like to say. So thanks very much, uh, Andrew. Uh, thank you, Gareth. Uh, as the uh, Gareth said, we're uh, available on all your uh, subscribers now: iTunes, Acast, Overcast, for you know all, all the uh, all the cast. <laughs> uh, we're, we're there uh, sign up subscribe for the show at least four stars we'll give us a five please that'd be lovely and uh, we'll catch you next week yep bye for now bye